Welcome to the Your Bold Life Podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. If you've ever been told that you are too much, then today I'm talking to you. If you have a big personality, then here we go. Uh, One thing first, this podcast is probably going to sound a little bit different than the rest of them. If you've listened to some previous versions, I just got some podcast toys to play with and it is driving me a little bit crazy. This is take two or three, I think. I am not used to this upgrade for a microphone, that's for sure. It's picking up everything. Oh my gosh, my family, I just I just kicked my husband and the dogs out. Well, thankfully my husband took one of one of the dogs, but I just kicked the other dogs out into the garage with him because I could hear every single noise. So this ought to be really fun going forward. The sound quality will be better. However, I don't know if I'm going to keep my sanity as I try to get a quiet house for recording. Who has a quiet house? I Yeah, I don't know. So we're going to see going forward with that, but I'm excited for the new podcasting toys to play with. How geeky is that? Yeah, I admit it. I'm a geek. So first, if we have not met before, I create workshops, blog posts, and podcasts based on the lessons I've learned about myself and helped others. But totally honest here, it's usually about me. It's usually things that I had to work on myself. And I believe 100% in sharing experiences so that none of us are going through all of this thinking that we're the only ones battling crap. It's driving me insane that, that for so many generations, women have not been talking about the things that are happening to them and the explorations they're going through at certain ages. Because there's no way, no way you can tell me that the rest of the women in, in the previous generations before us were not hitting their 40s and having the idgaf years. I watched my mom do it, but she didn't do it until she was 50 years old. And thank God I hit the idgaf years. That's the I I don't give a fuck years. Thankfully, I hid, hit those much earlier in my early 40s instead of waiting until 50 and blowing up. That was a lot, wasn't it? <laughs> But I do believe wholeheartedly in sharing our experiences because none of us are going through any of this alone. We're going through so much similar stuff and working through so much similar stuff that it really helps to talk to each other about it. That's why I'm here. That's why I share. And because I had so much improvement that I needed to work on personally, This gives me a whole lot of lessons that I get to share with you. (laughs) Aren't you so excited? (laughs) So I, if you've ever been told or it's been alluded to that you are too much of something, I'm hoping that you're going to find at least one of these three tips that I'm going to give you to be helpful. If you've been told that you're too loud, too opinionated, too judgy, too selfish, too blah, blah, blah. So many different twos we can put in there, right? 
As with everything in life, there are multiple factors as to why you are being told this. So let's just jump into number one. Number one might be a little wonky for you. You might uh, disagree. If you disagree or if you agree, hell, if you have any opinion, I don't care. I want to hear it. You know, give me give me a shout out in the comments about this one. But my number one tip that I'm going to give you about personality and being told that you're too much is that these people are freaking jealous of your personality trait that comes naturally to you. No joke. They want to have that personality trait. And since they don't, and since they're unhappy people, they put you down for having it. It's their problem, not yours. Which leads me to number two. And my mama always told me, no joke, not just using the quote-ish part of the quote, that the character trait that bothers you about yourself will really bother you and someone else. So these people are uncomfortable or they have been told that the same trait that they are telling you you are too much for has to be changed in them. So now they believe that everyone with that trait has to scale it down because if they got to do it, then everybody's got to do it. Now, this is definitely one to take a look at because you would be surprised how often this one is the reason. You know, I can give you an example of me putting this on to somebody else, thankfully. Thankfully, it wasn't a close situation. It wasn't even like a friend. It was not even an acquaintance. It was in a meeting. So it was somebody that I could totally stay away from anytime, you know, anytime for any meeting. But I've always had the issue of being bossy and being told that I had to be right all the time, which... I will be honest. Yes, I'm bossy, but I embrace the good part of the bossy. Back then, I was absolutely in a mindset that I had to be right all the time. So guess what this woman's personality trait was? She had the bossiness trait, which I probably could have maybe worked with. Who knows? I'm not even going to analyze that crap. You know, she had the bossiness trait, but she also had that trait where she had to be right. Her personality was she had to be right. Did not like it. I couldn't be around it. I couldn't be around her. I mean, for one thing, you can't have two people that are right, right? Am I right? If I'm right, she can't be right and vice versa. So that's going to be a major clash anyways. But I couldn't stand the fact as I was watching her in meetings, not listen to anybody else. And it was driving me bonkers. And thankfully, my mom was having a conversation and I was talking to her about it. And she had somebody else at another meeting (laughs) that she always attends and she can't stand one of the women in her meeting. And it was the same thing when we started talking about it. We're like, oh, my God, you know, it it was a trait that we didn't care for in in ourselves. And that's why we couldn't stand it in them. You know, it was it was like looking in a mirror. It wasn't like looking in a mirror. It was looking in a mirror, seeing in front of you how you treat others and how other people are perceiving you for that trait. So for me, thankfully, it wasn't in a position where I had to make any comments. So I never was rude or anything like that. But it was eye awakening, eye opening. I can't speak today. That's pretty, not pretty... 
not a good thing for a podcast speaker, right? To not be able to talk, tripping up on my words. So it was eye opening for me to take a hard look at that and realize that yes, I am being that way. And no, I do not like it. But that means that it left me open to being able to figure out how to fix it about myself because I didn't like it. Once I witnessed, once I figured it out, then I can fix it. So number one, number one is they are jealous of the trait. Number two, they don't like the, the trait in themselves. Number three is totally different from those two. It's about perception of what has happened in your past. So were you really ever told to be quiet often or were there comments here and there and due to the low confidence you had at that time, you grouped them all together in your head to form this opinion that everyone wants you to be quieter per se? Being quieter and being loud is the easy one for me to grab. And especially because I'm raising my hand right now, which is one of the reasons why sometimes I think I should be videoing these because you can't see my air quotes and you can't see me raise my hands and you can't see my eye rolls. (laughs) And that's a big part of having a conversation is the body language. So I'm totally raising my hand right here because I know for a fact that there are very few times I can remember people telling me that I was too loud when it might not be a situation where I absolutely should quiet down. You know, if, if I was at a wedding per se, for set, for example, a wedding, for example, and I, I am loud, my voice carries. And that's an appropriate time to say, shh, Val, they're giving a speech. Shh. Totally appropriate time to hush Val. Absolutely. I get on board with that. But I can remember very other few times when you know, there was like, you know, the example I used when I I did uh, Kelly talks was that I can remember this guy telling me that I needed to be more quiet at a party. That is not an example of when I need to be more quiet at a loud party with friends that are all talking over each other. And there's 12 conversations plus going on. That's not a time. But guess what? It's a point in my head that I can remember. So that was my perception. And I've grouped a lot of the stuff together that I need to be quiet. But it was at that point in my life when my confidence was low. And that's why I grabbed a hold of it so much. That's why it's this point. One of the reasons at my point in the head, in my head of, of being told that I was too, too loud. The other reason is I remember it's the turning point when I started going, everybody can kiss my butt. This is who I am. So twofold on that. But take a look at your perception of the personality trait that you've been told is negative and see if it is a grouping of things in your head or if it really happened or if it's just you building it up in, in your head. You know, Who knows? Maybe it is something you were told often. Maybe it is something that you really need to work on. Or maybe it's just something that didn't you weren't told quite as often as you think, but it was just at that point in your life when you were really low. And so you remember it a lot. Now, these are just some of the big ones. It's definitely not all of them. Not all of them are going to pertain to every situation. And they're not all going to pertain to you 
obviously, depending on different personality traits. But if you can do a little personal digging into why you may have or still are still being told that you are too much of something, it's going to help you get rid of the negative stigma on your personality trait. Now, if you have took one of my bold, I just finished my boldly you workshop. And so we talked a lot about the negative personality traits, in my opinion, of the negative negative personality trait. My opinion is there aren't any negative personality traits. There might be personality traits that you would like to work on and improve, but it doesn't make them negative, does not make them negative. It makes them part of who you are. And it's about how you use that personality trait that makes it a positive or a negative. It's on you how you want that to be perceived. You know, it's just like, I'm a talker and I am loud. But guess what? I'm a talker and damn it, I like this about myself. I'm embracing it completely that I'm a talker. I'm embracing it and putting it to good use by creating a podcast (laughs) where I can talk to myself and not be a crazy woman. So as I mentioned, these are just the big ones to delve into why you feel you're too much and need to change your personality. I would love it if you joined me on my what do I want workshop and find out more ways that you're kicking more ways that you can kick other people's ideas of who you are to the curb. We have too, too much going on and too much left to do in this life to worry about what other people think you should be doing. We're way too old for that crap. So I want to help you stop saying that you don't know what you want to do. We'll find three things and create a plan for you to do them. Three things that are personal to you, not your loved ones, not your friends, you, which is a little bit creepy if you haven't put yourself first in a really long time or you are out of practice of actually putting yourself first. But that's why we're going to take two weeks and work on it. We are going to create a plan to get you figuring out what you want to do next. So the What Do I Want workshop is my first workshop that I ran sometime. I can't exactly remember the first month off the top of my head. I probably should have put it in some some notes. But I ran it the winter of 2018-2019. And it only gets better every time I run it. I have ran it multiple times. It's brought about many changes for women with their careers and relationships, but mostly with their happiness within themselves. As they found confidence to try things, they'd pushed aside or forgotten. Now, the reason I run this workshop multiple times is because I'm personally going through this workshop multiple times throughout the year. Because as I grow and change, the things that I want to do grow and change. And I have to go and revisit it all and go, oh, yeah, no, that one's not going to work anymore. I tried that and that wasn't any fun. I don't want to do that ever again. Or this one over here, that was so much fun. How can I change it and do it in a different way? So I have to take my own workshops. And then... I get to do little adaptations to it and bring the new class of WDIW graduates along with me. 
So I hope that you will stop asking yourself, what do I want? And join us in the workshop. We are starting the live sessions on July 20th. I've got the links and link in the show notes, but it's what do I want workshop.com if you want to go there quickly. And like I said, we're going to go live with that on July 20th. So I would love to see your smiling face in there, figuring out what do I want. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.